The sole purpose of the podcast is entertainment. The opinions and the views expressed on the show are not based on any fucking facts. No parties are liable, and all comments are made in parody. If you're offended, go punch yourself. Not really. Don't do that thing. Don't harm yourself in any way, and don't do any of the shit that we're talking about. Enjoy the show! By the phone real is part of the room. How you doing? You are tuned in to the realest chance. How you doing? You doing? Once a champ, always a champ, forever champion. You are listening to the realest champion. Rolling. Been on a roll one day. You done? Yeah, all right. How you done? My man Ralphie, all right. Everybody's good over here. We good. Uh, I know Des on the other side of the wall. I heard he's doing good. I was talking to him earlier. He's doing good. Everybody's doing good. I'm doing great. Uh, I was I was busy too, wasn't I? Not somewhere. Where the fuck was I again? He was in, uh, something about a bitch too. Something about a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. He was in Nashville. Somewhere. I was everywhere. I was in Nashville, Knoxville, motherfucking Ohio, Florida. I've been making my rounds. But truth be told, I got a busy one coming up. Uh, as we're filming this, today is a historical day. Um, today's the day Pee Wee Herman left us r.i.p Wee. i know he got caught jerking off in a, a movie theater back in the day which is like what tarnished his whole shit his legacy um you can't always assume that just because a guy jerks off in a movie theater that he's not a great guy i mean Wee was for kids right and he was he he was probably beside himself. I think he was he was in a back then they used to have do you guys were you you guys aren't old enough, I don't think. I were you remember those? The fucking porn movie theaters? They used to be all over Times Square back in the day, dog. They still there, bro. They used to have porn movie nah, they ain't there no more, bro. They yeah, actually talk about like, building a casino in Times Square. But now they're, they're talking like, crazy. They're like cubicles They're now. trying to make something wild happen over there, bro. But they, that's only because they didn't even tell us nothing about no, no flying vehicles yet. I mean, think about it. They're talking about, we're talking about traffic. We're worried about that. And they're like, we're putting a casino in Times Square. Huh, these idiots think we're going to be driving, worried about traffic. It'd be flying in, dropping down, fucking hitting a button, ended up in Las Vegas, dude. This shit's wild. You you, you don't know. I know, because you know what I mean? I I know what I know, and that's all I know. And what I know is they was just talking about flying vehicles. I seen it in a meme, all right? I saw it the other day. That's supposed to be popping off. But what the fuck else were we just, we were just talking about something, because I get going. There was something importante. Uh, the Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pee Wee Herman was jerking off in fucking movie theaters, and he got canceled before canceling was a thing. And he's the OG of getting canceled for some sexually explicit, some weird shit. Some before Me Too was a thing. Pee Wee was the Me Too over here in a movie theater. Uh, so Pee Wee, from my understanding, see, you're in a movie theater for porno. 
Okay. This ain't like you're going to see fucking Batman. Pee Wee Herman's just over there rubbing one out. It's like, you know, like, hey, I brought my kid to go see fucking, you know, the new Jurassic Park movie. We'll believe what happened. Fucking Pee Wee Herman was in there. He was jerking off. We called the cops on him. They fucking brought him out with handcuffs behind his back and he's fucking tallywhacker out. The, you know, Pee Wee was in a fucking porno theater and like, I'd never been the one. We we never grew up with no fucking porno theaters. We grew up, we saw them, we didn't exactly, we knew they were dirty movies, triple X movies. Didn't know what a triple X movie was, knew I wasn't allowed to see one, right? Well, you got Pee Wee up in that bitch with his Pee Wee out. I'm pretty sure gangbangs were happening in those theaters. Like, what else were you going there for? Like, you're in a fucking porno movie theater, and you got to sit through the whole thing and take all the fucking photos in your brain that your, your fucking hard drive can handle, and you got, like, fucking 30 tabs going on in your brain and just fucking scenes from this film when you go home and close your eyes or look at a dirty picture. Like, you went to the movies to see the movie. Could you imagine now just hanging out with your boys watching a porno? Like, what the fuck? What was going on in the 70s? They were making fucking... So what were people doing in there? That's what I would imagine they were doing. But hey, man. Shout out to Pee Wee who had to get his rocks off. and You know, no harm, no foul. A bunch of 18 and up people going to see a porno movie. I would imagine that there's plenty of that. I mean, if you're in that movie theater, that shit is happening every single time, right? It's, it's not like it's fucking, you know, it's a Star Wars movie. So he's like half liable for that original Me Too. It's like a, I mean, maybe I'm just more open to the thought of Pee Wee Herman jerking off in a fucking triple X movie theater than other people are, but. Imagine the, the if he was at fucking Jurassic Parker, there was it children in the room. Okay, Pee Wee, get smacked around, thrown in jail, and they're probably gonna give you the death penalty in Florida. You're gonna go away for that forever, yeah. up to fucking, you know, up to fucking see Lucifer. You know that 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 that's that's the type of shit that puts you in hell, dude. Jerking off in movie theaters. That's what I know. You know what I mean? There's certain levels to. Um, you know, my conscience that I, I would attribute to, like, a threshold of what puts you in hell and what doesn't. And, like, I've stayed clear of hell. You know, I've done some shit, but we, some people who were down to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, talking about the homies. We were all out throwing rocks through car windows and shit. But we were young. We didn't know. We were kids. We were kids. But then you get a little bit older, and, you know... You're drinking and driving. Where's Where do you draw the line? You mean to tell me that nobody ever in any point in time had a few drinks and took the wheel? Not a good idea. Never a good idea. Worst thing you could ever do. People die that way. But if you got away with it, did you repent for it? Or is that like we draw the line where you didn't kill anybody that night, so you're good? I don't know. Uh, I was born a rambling man, not a gambling man, but I'm about to get into some heavy fantasy fucking football shit this upcoming season. New York Giants are here, uh, and uh, camp is here. 
and it is just a breath of fresh air for me. The guys that are producers on this particular podcast, I don't think you guys give a fuck much about football. I, I follow it, but I'm not as like I'm not a. What? I love I the soccer. Giants. I root for the Giants. Though. I love soccer. You like soccer? Oh. Love that football, eh? Uh, I had this. I had this fucking conversation all the time over all my boys from overseas in the WWE. There was a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? And they they loved soccer, as we would call it, football, as they would call it. And uh, I don't think they'll ever understand. Like, man. I can't fucking soccer. It's nonstop running. Yeah, it's nonstop, right? But football, football. If you're like a gambling man, you know what I'm saying. Which you know, I was born a rambling man, not a gambling man, and I'm about to get into some deep, heavy fantasy football shit with some fucking wild men. A guy who robbed a bank. He's pretty famous for it. Um, and you know what? He's an absolute lunatic. And I vouch for people like that. Uh, speak, your, speak your truth. Say whatever the fuck you want. As long as you ain't hurting me or other people or uh, instituting any sort of violence beyond the fucking realm of MMA and boxing and sports and pro wrestling and shit, then, you know, as, as long as you're not a violent human being, you can speak all that violence you fucking want. As long as you ain't inflicting pain, no harm, or influencing anybody to do it, say whatever you fuck you will. This guy is a lunatic, right? But he robs a bank, goes to the pen gets out, goes to Wall Street, kills it, quits Wall Street to do fantasy football full fucking time. Wow. Right? Because he bets. He has a strategy. He bets, and he fucking, he's a fucking lunatic. And when you live that kind of life where you make that kind of bread and, and you do it off gambling, you know, this is some like, what the fuck is that guy's name again? Uh, Dan Belzerian. Remember Dan Belzerian? We get it, bro. Ralphie, go put a quarter in the meter, bro. Go put a fucking quarter in the meter, man. So uh, you got Dan Belzerian type lifestyle type motherfucker, right? Okay, this guy, Tommy G, uh, is a certified G. He definitely, he definitely is a lunatic. But I'm happy to be talking fantasy football with him coming up. Giants uh, season has started. Yes. And uh, by that, I mean we are in camp. Players are officially in camp. I was just with Saquon Barkley Shut last up. Monday. Fire. Uh, he had a golfing event. Shout out to Ampt, A-M-P-T, my man Nick, um, and all the great people over there. They threw a great event, golfing event. Jay Williams had Saquon doing push-ups. There was like, you know, $300 on every tee, and, you know, there were thousands of dollars being gambled that day. Damn. Uh, playing playing some golf and now, yeah. now and by that I mean Saquon was only gambling push ups. <laughs> he was literally doing push ups for all these terrible missed. Uh, well, it weren't terrible. I'm not one to talk. Look, and I'm the cat calling the kettle black. I had Happy Gilmore the fuck out of one ball, but I only hit two the whole day. One was with a little chipper with no tee on the fucking greens, and it was a nice shot. It was a really nice shot. Not as good as the one before it with the fucking driver. Yeah. I put that bitch home. Send it went yard. People were mind blown. They're like, "How did you just do that?" I crow hopped and just. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a golf guy. I was lucky enough to be at a golfing event with our franchise player, 
Saquon Barkley, and I do mean that. He is the franchise. I don't know if you guys watched what he did last year. It was fucking unbelievable. But if you're a franchise playing running back in today's NFL, he ain't getting paid, motherfucker. Luckily, he was drafted second overall, I believe, by the Giants. Maybe it was like, don't whatever. I believe it was second overall by the Giants. And that contract is probably north of 50 mil. At least. So he made good rookie money. But imagine being a running back like the the situation that's going on right now in, in NFL football is if you are a running back, which is the position that is targeted the most, the most afflicted upon, uh, you have the ball in your hand, you're running between the tackles, and those men are 300-plus fucking pounds. You're talking about fucking guys that are huge, you know, trying to kill you every play. Wear and tear on your body, your career isn't going to be as long. And now, by the way, the NFL owners are doing people bending them over sideways. You know what I mean? Who are you going ahead and fucking talking about me over my head, behind my back? The, the, the Jim Ursay situation is mind-blowing. The owner of the fucking Colts and the franchise player of the Indianapolis Colts, Jonathan Taylor, wants to get paid, right? So if you don't understand the situation... Running backs ain't getting paid. Guys like Isaiah Pacheco, who were drafted in the seventh round out of Rutgers, started in the Super Bowl at the position of running back, are going to get rookie money for the seventh round draft pick contract that they signed, and then they're going to get that type of money, and then on their fourth year of their contract, because they're a rookie, they get a four-year deal, they get a fifth-year option, usually teams... So if you signed with the Giants and you're Saquon four years, they pick up your fifth-year option. Okay, the next year, what they can do is, if you don't want to give him his walking papers and let him go try the town and go see who else is around, what they'll do is they'll franchise tag you. And what does that mean? You're allowed one player every year in the NFL as a franchise to franchise tag a player. And in this case scenario, Saquon Barkley got the franchise tag. But the issue here is that that's like a roundabout salary given to you as a player based on all the other players at your position across the NFL and the highest paid player at your position in the NFL, which I believe right now is Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry running back for the Titans and Niners are the most fucking highest paid running backs in the league, but they're not, they're, they, neither one of them are making more th north of 20 mil. No, I don't think not. they are. I got so the list right here in front of me. So say what is it? Number one is uh, McCaffrey at sixteen. Sixteen. Number two is actually Alvin Kamara at fifteen. Fifteen. Henry at twelve point five, and then Nick Chubb at twelve point two. So you're looking at twelve point two guys. Now look up the highest paid quarterbacks in the league and look at the disparity, and that is a disparity amongst other positions like defensive tackles, which Dexter Lawrence from the New York Giants just signed a big ass deal, and ninety seven mil, I think. Quentin Williams signed another one just like it. D-tackle for the Jets. God so damn. if you're a kid, eat a lot of fucking food, beef up, have some fucking hamburgers and play D-tackle, dog. Get fat and tear the league up. You don't want to be Saquon Barkley getting paid nah. that money when the guy on the other side of the ball on your team, the D-tackle, is getting paid 97 fucking mil. You're the biggest star in New York the, the face of the franchise, the most people in the stands are wearing your jersey, number 26. I watched every game last year. Without that motherfucker, we don't win a game. Facts. All right, so we are the franchise. Well, we might have won a fucking handful. 
But he makes a difference. And he's a franchise fucking player. Okay, so they give you this franchise tag. Now, they can tag you strategically. See, if you're in the NFL and you franchise tag a left tackle or a fucking quarterback, you're going to pay out the wazoo because that position gets paid a lot of money. All right? So you're going to have to pay, based on the highest, like, three to five salaries in the league, that wow. money Leonard, for, for one season. Leonard Williams is going to make $18 million this year. $18 millions for our second D-tackle, not our first D-tackle. Our third best pass rusher getting paid $18 million. The best player on the team. So even like guys on his own team probably walking by him with their head down like, oh, sorry, brother. You know, but who's not going to take the money, bro? <laughs> That's so, that must be so interesting. You know what I'm saying? Practice, no, you're making more money than you, but you're not as popular. Or as you're, you're not effective. as yeah. But I walk by you every day, laughing at you, <laughs> Dexter Lawrence, big ass motherfucker, just walking slow as shit through Adore, the locker room past Saquon. Adore Jackson, fucking toes out and shit, fucking half a towel and shit, just whipping at a motherfucker like, ha ha, bitch, I'm fucking making money. Wow. You're the you're the guy taking all the abuse uh, in the game, and that's the, that. Hey, that is business, okay? So it's like they say a lot of kids these days. They, if you're a big time athlete prospect getting drawn into these major D one fucking schools and these big ass you know uh, campuses and and getting whored out. Remember when they made the movie fucking with Jesus Shuttlesworth, dude? Oh my. Gosh, Ray Ray Allen, Ray and he Allen, got yeah, game. Yes. Now I remember, yeah, sorry. Remember they brought him, they were fucking D1 athlete, bro. They bring him to, he's, he's got all these bitches just fucking jumping all over. He's having like threesomes and shit. He's like 18, he's getting recruited by all these colleges. They're bringing him to college to put money under his mattress and they're throwing pussy at him like it's a fucking human trafficking fucking it's it's literally like sound of freedom at a college it's just all these all these fucking women come trafficked into the room and jesus shuttlesworth ray allen is just getting his dick sucked by everybody and this is at north carolina at duke and all these you know big time programs across the country recruiting these athletes nowadays these kids can get paid legally in the nil programs okay and and they bring them to the biggest parties and they try to get them to come but that was a back in the day shit Nowadays, kids are getting million-dollar deals, okay, just to sign with a program. They get sponsorships. Your local Kia is have the newest quarterback on the fucking Alabama roster at the local fucking Mobile Kia just driving in a new Kia off the lot. Yeah, right. Bro, it's getting money, bags, Bugattis, and these athletes now are finally getting paid. Back then, they got fucked because think about all the retro money they owe these kids for these video games that we used to play. They got rid of the NCAA college video game, which is a travesty to anybody in my generation. You need to know that we lived. You took a kid through high school, put him through fucking college. Then you took your Madden yeah. roster you imported your NCAA roster, so now you had your NCAA roster. You brought Michael Vick in from NCAA into the NFL before the shit was... Now, they <laughs> get rid of NCAA altogether because back then, Michael Vick wasn't getting paid no fucking money to use number seven on Virginia Tech with a 98 speed. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, I have two things. Can I... Can I Number one is a question is a trivia. We got a rehash on things here. Yeah, number I one. said a lot of shit. I'm speedballing. About bringing you back. Number one, who was the first basketball player that 
uh, Spike Lee wanted to play Jesus Shuttleworth. It wasn't Ray Allen. Is that a trivia question? Yeah, a trivia question. Michael Jordan? Nope. Stephon Marbury? Nope. Let me know when you want me to get it. Allen Iverson? You're close. It's in that area of, of greats of that generation. Gary Payton? <laughs> nah. It was uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, man. And Kobe that said no. Nice Kobe said no. He said, uh, Spike Lee said that Kobe said his summer was too big for him for the movie. So he was so focused on the NBA, he was like, I'm not doing the movie. Yeah, that's a smart man. But you know what? It worked out for Ray Allen because what he end up with? Three or just two? One, one in Miami and one in fucking Boston. I think so, yeah. Yep. Yo, he got game changed a generation of kids too, yo. I remember seeing he got game and being like, yo, this shit was dark. You know what I mean? I was a kid, <laughs> I didn't understand, and I was now I was I was learning. And that dad was wild. He, Denzel Washington Denzel, killed yeah. that role, bro. He he had me fucked up. I was like, yo, I was I was happy my dad wasn't like that. <laughs> my dad was cool. Yeah, so the second thing it was Shout out my pop. Shout Tony. out to Pops. Second thing was uh how does, as a wrestler, get to that level of money? Like, what does a wrestler got to do to get that? Ain't no wrestler's got that level of money. Ain't nobody making $10 I mean, million Logan Paul got people's WrestleMania payday hanging on his neck in the form of a Pokemon card. So maybe you should talk to Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I think he figured it out more. No, because, look, wrestlers who want to be wrestlers and, and they want to do it from a young age and shit, you're doing it for this, really. Like, you're doing it to be an action figure. You're doing it to be in video games. You're doing it because you love to wrestle. You liked wrestling. You did it as a kid, you know. You, so, you don't do it for the money, right? Yeah. You got to get to a top 10 percentile in the pro wrestling business to make millions. You're talking about the top 10% to make millions, that you want to see that kind of money. So I just think that, you know, like, bro, for, for me, you know, like you gotta, you gotta know that when you get into it, like, man, the see there's a ceiling. And if you want to really exploit this opportunity, you have to go beyond it. You have to transcend it. You have to do things outside the realm of pro wrestling you know, and you're seeing plenty of people do that now more than ever. And it is just a, it is a staple in our Americana at this point, pro wrestling. And it's an international, um, you know, it's, 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 it's huge everywhere you go. So I just, I just think that if you, if you want to get that kind of fucking bread in wrestling and ain't. You got to, there's, there's, there's fucking, bro, you ain't going to get it off no merch deal in the WWE because you'd be lucky to get 5 to 10%. It, nobody's getting 10%. You'd be lucky to get 2.5 to 5% of that merchandise that they're making for you and doing all the legwork and pushing your character and putting you in a position to win. And, you know, the shit ain't real. So they could take it away from you at any moment. So you got to play the game. And, and there's a certain level when you do that, that you know you're not going to be able to make this amount of money. So if you're a person that goes from outside of pro wrestling and into pro wrestling and back and forth or infiltrates it or 
transcends like John Cena and The Rock. Yeah, that's a short list, but no. There's Batista. There's most recently Sasha Banks was doing Star Wars. Um, there's been a lot of wrestlers in movies and roles lately. So you're seeing that renaissance happening more and more and more than ever. There's movies and TV shows about wrestling. Zac Efron's about to be in a fucking movie about... Um, what the fuck is it called? Um, I forget what they named the movie, but it's about the Von Erichs. I think it's the Iron Claw. Some shit like that. No, and yeah, heels. Right. Is, the Iron Claw, yeah. Yeah, the heels, the series. There's so much shit going on. There's a little project that I got, you know what I'm saying, in the Ooh. oven baking over here. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. You got mail. Yeah, they love to see it. The people <laughs> the world would love to see it. I'll show you my balls sometime, people. Yeah, another question. Speaking about money and wrestling, they wanna legalize bets. R.I.P. Pee Wee Herman. R.I.P. Pee Wee. Jerking off in the movie theater, bro. We know about you. Would it work? The legalizing the bets for WWE matches. You cannot legalize bets in the WWE. They trying right now. Oh, I'm I'm sure Vince. If Vince wants to do it and he's trying to do it, it's going to get done. There's going to be a book that'll take it, and the, the book's going to be no. They're going to be look it. Yeah, is there going to be leaks potentially, but potentially not? Okay. The secretism that goes into the finishes in the WWE is on another level. That shit is the last rodeo, the last circus, and the last fucking mafia. Bro, they, they are the mob. You ain't, you, you ain't going outside and telling nobody about I'm about to win or I'm about to lose. Because they'll change that shit on you at the fucking curtain right then and there. Bro, that shit is different. So, can you bet on it? Hell yeah, they're going to be able to do it. Vince wants to do it, it's going to get done. Um, what I know is there had been times in my career where I knew the finish or I was on the inside long enough to know what was going to happen because the writing was on the wall for us and we're on the inside looking out. I'm not there anymore, so I can't speak on it. I'd be fucking throwing darts at a wall telling you who's winning and losing matches right now. Um, but, but... If I was following storylines, I was in the business, bro, there's like, I don't understand how you can keep people from not tipping off like their cousin or their best friend or somebody or so, tell them to tell somebody to tell somebody else or something like how it's, but is that not in the arena of every sports betting that ever happened? You know, like the world series got fixed back in the day. People blame sports shit all the time crazy shit people blame outcomes and look at is is they're still holding out what's his fucking face on uh on the fucking hall of fame this Barry, fucking guy Barry pete Bons. rose oh Barry no, pete rosemary's baby right I mean, here bro oh, yeah. I'm a fucking gambling man now uh pete rose was betting on games when he was the, when he was the fucking coach right so and the nfl now I mean, bro, it was hard. Dude, that 2020 year was rough for basketball when LeBron won that shit with that L.A. Laker team in 2020. Man, people, you remember that time period? People were like, that shit was fixed. That shit was fixed. <laughs> it's like. It's, it, it makes sense for it to be fixed, though. Bro, the cover of Madden. 
is a predetermining factor every year almost as an indicator to something. And usually the, the who's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like they've been so spot on every year calling like who's going to be in the Super Bowl. It's crazy. The script is crazy. It's a script. <laughs> we're, we're all involved in, in God's movie. Imagine God's God is just a dude and he was playing Sims. You know what I'm saying? And we're all part of his little Sims world. And that's what this is. We're in God's Sims. He still wants you to say what's up to him sometimes. Say thank you. You don't want to go to hell. You don't want to be jerking off in movie theaters like Pee Wee Herman. I think he had a rude awakening today when he woke up and fucking saw Satan. Oh, man. That's rough for Pee Wee. Oh, Nobody wishes anybody man. to go to hell. Keep your dick in your pants when you're out of the movie theater. You know, but hey, it was a porno triple X movie theater and it was a long time ago. It oh was in God. the 70s. The statute of limitations passed down that a long time ago. Okay, and I'm from Jersey. I know the Statue of Liberty. I know the Statue of Limitations, and I'm good. And if I'm not good, then I'm great. And, you know, if I'm not right, then I'm left. But don't, you know, I'm not dyslexic, so don't play me for a dummy. Put it right down the middle for him, bro. Sharpshooter, straight shooter. You know? Uh, I, don't, I, I, I got a wingspan like Kobe Bryant when I touch both sides of the aisle. Straight shooter. How about RFK Jr., my fucking guy? My fucking huh? guy. RFK. Shout out RFK. I, I get him on this podcast that we do every once in a while sometime. Uh, that would be great. Uh, but RFK Jr., open invitation to come check out the boxing gym, check out the, the studio, check out the fucking beautiful river that you cleaned up for us. I believe it was in 1983. And that clear, Clean Water Act. He got all these assholes to stop polluting the Hudson River. We were just talking to the dirty water boys, bro. Eight inches of visibility. These guys are under the water in the muck in the East River. East River is not as clean as the Hudson River, and that's because we're on the Jersey side. You know what I'm saying? And uh, if you didn't know, Sinatra, was when he was singing New York, New York, he wasn't in New York. He was looking at it, looking at it with blue eyes from this side of the river and realized, tell no lies. You know, um... I was, I was talking to somebody the other day, and one thing that I'm definitely not lying about right now, and this is the truth, is that you know that I'm the, uh, supposed to inherit the Sleeping Beauty castle? Who are you? Did I ever tell you guys this? You're supposed to inherit it? Beauty. Yeah. Okay. Now, you can look this up, all right? <laughs> now, that sounds insane, doesn't it? But look it. Two things I've never been. A pussy or a liar. And here's the stone cold truth, like stone cold gave it to you straight out of his mouth, okay? Straight out the horse's mouth, and I hate to be the one to call your horse shit bullshit, but this is no bullshit, this is the real shit, okay? And you can't spell real without an EA in it. That's exactly who I am, and this is what I do. I tell the fucking truth, the realest guy in the room. And here's the truth of the matter, okay? The Count of Union City, all right? The Count of Union City, and I say that to you guys in a room. My producers are around the Hudson County area. If you don't know what I... Look it. We're talking about looking at Manhattan. You wake up, you look at it. You don't look at it from Manhattan. You look at it from fucking... Unless you're up in one of these... I've seen these sky rises. They're fucking insane. There's one on Central Park with a panoramic view. that goes for $55 million. 
55 mil. Somebody bought it panoramic. You could see the south end of Manhattan and the north end Central Park when you look back over the tip of the island. Unbelievable. That's why we need to get this $55 million money. I mean, I don't even think Logan Paul's got that $55 million fucking Pokemon card. Nobody does. So you got to work hard or you got to find an algorithm and fucking create Tinder. So <sighs> Sleeping Beauty, the Newchausen oh, Castle. You find it? Yeah. All right. It's in modern day Germany, what was once Prussia, Bavaria, still in Bavaria, Bavaria, and the land baron there, von Ludwig, okay, the land baron who received that property around the turn of the century, I believe they threw that bitch up, had an oldest son who was the heir apparent to the throne, meaning the inheritant of that von Ludwig castle. That man, before World War I and II broke out, had a duel at dawn and shot a man fucking dead bang. That fucking guy got told he had to go to America's. Didn't argue. Okay, no problem. Go let that shit cool down. We'll bring it back. This is all yours. But you, yeah, look at it. Land Baron doesn't mean you can go fucking shooting and killing guys, bro. You got to get the fuck out of here. Go to America. Let shit fucking cool down. He gets to America. Okay. Well... Moral of the story here is the Count of Union City threw it all the way for some pussy. He threw it all away for that pussy. That fucking pussy, boy. He got caught over here. World War I breaks out. He's stuck in America. Knocks up a fucking lady. Having babies. Get married out of the royal lineage and bloodline. You're not allowed to do that. Ixnade. From the family inheritance, disowned from the family completely. The Count von Ludwig rides the trolley car in Union City, okay? And as he does so, he has a, he has a daughter, Catherine, and a, and a son, Freddie. And his daughter, Catherine, is my nanny, all right? My nanny had a brother named Freddie. If Freddie didn't get married, let your imagination fill in the blank. He didn't have any kids. Freddie don't have no kids. My nanny has my grandpa. My grandpa, Billy. Okay? Broadway Billy. Billy the Kid. Owned every used car lot from South Hackensack to Teterboro and Little Ferry. Okay? IRS came and scooped them up. My dad's 16 years old. My dad's 16 years old, first of all. His mom put him in fucking tablecloths and put him in a fucking basket with his, with his sister and brothers, dropped him off at the in-laws, never came back. Wow. He didn't see his mom since he was four years old or something like that. So, you know, back then, you know, you, you drop your kids off at the in-laws for the weekend. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll be back. Oh, yeah. You fucking go three towns over. You never come back. Who the fuck? There's no fucking GPS. Ain't nobody tracking. Nobody got no fucking camera phones. I heard fucking, uh, I heard fucking Maria was over in Bayonne. What, fuck, you saw Maria? You tell my fucking wife, come fucking help me with these kids. You know, so my fucking, my, my, my dad gets raised by his grandparents. My nanny whose dad was the Count von Ludwig. Okay. 
So my nanny and my pop-up raised my dad. One day my dad's at Bergen Catholic High School, comes home sixth grade. My grandparents, good people, hard hard-working people. They work in a diner. Well, unbeknownst to them, their son was running numbers and doing fucking, you know, IRS tax evasion through the fucking diner. My grandpa was, you know, taking money, not I'm fucking, you know, you're not asking Fuck questions. Well, it, dude, my grandpa told me a story. One time he walked into the TikTok diner. He asked the guy for some money. The guy didn't give it to him. He went back out on a payphone. He called the guy up because he was a strong arm. And he was like, fucking, hey, uh, you know, this, this guy's not giving you money. He says, all right, well. Go let him know. My grandpa said he walked in. He shot the cake display. One bullet. Fucking every piece of glass fell on like 30 cakes they had just freshly made in the front. He was like, you going to give me my fucking money or what? The guy gave him the fucking money. Oh, when I say my grandpa was a gangster, bro, I mean, we should put a picture up on the fucking screen for you people. But, I mean, he didn't pull no punches. He didn't give a fuck. And, you know, we don't know to this day. And look, and I never killed nobody, never will kill nobody, okay? I think it skips a generation because the duel at dawn happened. But my fucking grandpa, Broadway Billy, all right? He went, he and my grandparents, his his parents, my great-grandparents, they had to go to Canada for a while, too. Let shit cool down. Just like the one guy had to go to, to America from Germany. They went to Canada for like 20 years or some shit like that. Nobody knows. It's a big hole in the history of our family. My dad don't fucking know. But my dad comes home one day from school. The fucking cops, the FBI, everybody's raiding the house. My grandpa gets thrown in jail. My pop-up, Ernest hardworking fucking German fucking short order sh- uh, cook, had a little diner. This guy gets thrown in jail fucking because he wouldn't snitch on his son. Now my dad, 16, has to take care of the family, becomes a DJ, does the whole fucking thing. The whole big shebang, shaboom. Has a little kid fucking Enzo Amore. Hey, do the cha-cha slide, the macarena, the Cupid shuffle. You know, the big short happens. They're selling people houses under the preconceived notions that we're going to be able to pay for them. Who the fuck's having a fucking quinceanera in their backyard? We're the DJ now. They bring out the Walkman, and they plug it into a little speaker, okay? Nobody's ordering a DJ. So by the time we move to Waldwick to get me out of the hack and sex school system because I, I mean this shit skips generations i'm fucking i'm that guy um so truth be told billy has a son my dad is his firstborn son and his first child i am my father tony's firstborn son firstborn child i am literally the heir to the throne that is the sleeping beauty castle we need the fucking history channel here. You need a fucking discovery channel. Call Get everybody. these fucking people going. You need me from the inside working out. You let me in with these royal elites and these fucking billionaires. You want to see the biggest banging that anybody ever threw in the history of ever? You give me my fucking castle. Everybody's invited. Who's your daddy? Everybody can come. I'm talking about fucking, bro, we're having a fucking... What do they call it? Electric Daisy Carnival, bro. <laughs> I'm fucking throwing EDC in the Sleeping Beauty Castle. Everybody's invited. And I don't give a fuck because they've held it out on my family for this fucking long. I'm looking for at me. Too. This is real life, too. And I'm not even fucking lying. And sometimes I think, you know. It's beautiful. That as, that as a star, as I've never even been there. But I do have some weird, it's some weird, eerie um, 
Haunted. So of all the tours that I've done, I've, I've done a lot in the WWE. But, you know, there's plenty of people that have done more. So look, it, I'm not comparing them, okay? I'm just saying in the tours that I've done, in this one weird media day that I had, we went to fucking Germany, and they gave me a big cast the media day. So of all the play, you could be in fucking, you know, Madrid, Spain, or Rome, Italy, and they give you that media day. You know, as a matter of fact, I did do Rome media day that day. Well, this media day when we were overseas was in fucking Germany and it was weird and it was eerie and it was like I was, you know, it was like I was walking through, you know, my heritage of family members that were, you know, centuries before me because me and Cass went, dude, and they bring us on a social media trip to Nuremberg, bro. This is where the Nuremberg trials were. It's fucking weird, right? So, like, you're supposed to be on social media showing the world where you're at. And I'm like, yo, bro, like, look, you are putting me on a literal, they they bring us in an arena. And they're like, Hitler had a speech here. And it's the one you've seen videos of where it's thousands of people and hundreds of C, and right? And it's like, you're actually standing in the exact spot that Hitler spoke when he gave that speech. And I'm like, yo, bro. What the fuck is going on here? Me and Cass are looking at him. We're nudging the guy. And we're like, why in the fuck would you book us on this shit? And yeah, we get it. We're here. We're doing a show here. And you're taking us on a tour of all of this place. But why did you just pit stop to show us this spot? It's kind of fucking crazy. It was. It really happened. It went down like that. Me and Cass were like, "Bro, this is fuck." But look, and I'm not posting this on social media, bro. Like, I don't think we're gonna get good, good fucking publicity for saying we're here. So, like, we would just like show a building or a house in the street and like not to geotag it and be like, "Yeah," giving thumbs up. But, bro, it's pretty eerie, pretty weird history. But look, at Bavaria ain't that. You know, modern day Germany after they fucking fix it. Look, at if you're born in the Ukraine today, shit. Someone, someone, someone in this world might say you're Russian. You know what I'm saying? These lines in the sand, especially over there, they drew a fucking few lines in the sand long ago over here. They said, that's it. We're done. Done. Okay. You go back there, centuries old, bro. Countries are changing names, changing hats. The fucking, you know what I mean? What's your ancient heritage? Who the fuck knows, right? Uh, there's a few lines in the sand that have held strong over time, I find. Like Italy, right? I don't think Italy's been expanded upon or the lines moved. Has it? Uh, the only thing I can think of is them invading uh, Argentina and Guatemala. Is That's that a- happening right now? Yeah, I mean... What the fuck do I know about world knows? My grandmother's last name is Maracucci. She's from Guatemala. That's a hard last name. Maracucci. So- Say that shit again. Maracucci. Maracucci. So my great-great-grandfather was an admiral. I'll tell you one thing about my grandma. Apparently, she had that good Maracucci. Because <laughs> fucking grandpa gave up the Sleeping Beauty castle for a race. <laughs> Fuck, man. For that. Who's your daddy? You know, it just went down like that for him. My so, man. Sometimes you just got to give up the Sleeping Beauty for the one that's awake at the time. Well, that's fire, though. So once you have it, you let us know. We'll come through. I'll bring some Yeah, beers. we're going to be podcasting off the roof of that motherfucker while EDM is playing. <laughs> well, no, you guys will never have to work another day in your life. You'll never do anything again. Oh, bro, I'm just go there to get fat. 
It's a wrap. You'll never see, you'll never hear or see from me again. I'll throw in a one big banger, and then one day I'll come out of retirement like Elvis, real fat, and go do a wrestling match and <laughs> just fucking call it quits. You're like, how you doing? I'm tired. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's go smoke a joint now. Cause I uh, look, I ran five miles today. Okay, well that's a lie. I ran four, and I'd be putting that shit up on my Instagram to let you all know for the marathon that I'm training for. Oh, where are you doing? to run a marathon? What are you doing? Yeah, it's a marathon. What are you doing? The Newark Marathon. Marathon. Uh, marathon is. It sounds like a place in France or or a fucking wine. Uh, no, I ain't training for no marathon. But the marathon that's going on inside of my brain and my mind. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a thinker on me. I'm having complex thoughts. There's a lot of tabs open at all times. And um, in order to operate on this fucking, you know, you need a little bit more than gas station food. Um, I've been running on fucking fumes lately, bro. Body built, built on fucking pilot. Should be flying airplanes if you are where you eat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been running like a motherfucking madman to counteract how bad I've been eating lately. Mm. It's been insane, but I have that ticker in me. I have that something that's different than other people that don't have something like that. You got that I get it going. Oh, bro. I'm out here on a track. A guy runs out there, right? Middle-aged man starts. I'm two miles into my run. I said, I will not let this man outrun me today on this track but he was running the opposite direction so we were just passing face passing face but once i fucking I, but once i fucking i broke his heart i felt him crush all of his dreams shattered from across the fucking way i saw him walk up the stairs with his head down head down he wasn't looking up at the beautiful day it was fucking beautiful out today 75 about two miles into my motherfucking run, this guy to try to get down there on the track, he ran about 1.75. Don't know if he was counting, but I was. That motherfucker made a hard right, got on the motherfucking stairs, and I fucking went about another lap. When I saw his car pull out, I was like, all right, let me look at my shit and see how long I was running. A fucking 3.81. I said, let me fucking finish this bitch, and I finished it up at 4. Um Nine minutes and 26 seconds a mile for four miles, average pace. That ain't shit for someone like me. So you got to understand, imagine a motherfucker walks out there and challenges me and I'm four miles in. I'll fucking break you. I'll fucking run another five. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. you. You're not like me, bro. Fuck you're not you. like me. And you know what my favorite thing in the world was? I think we've had this discussion on this podcast. I'm going to close out with it. There is no greater adrenaline rush in the world than when you catch a kick return in football. You look up. First of all, you have to have supreme focus on that ball that just got kicked off the tee, right? It's flying up in the air. You're fielding a kick, and all this action is happening in your peripheral. You're seeing all this shit right here, and you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Bang, I caught it. Thank God I caught it because motherfucker could belt right off your chest. But I'll catch it every time I caught that bitch. Every time, bro. I never dropped a kick return once. I don't know how. I dropped him in practice all the time. When I was out there in a game, I was just so petrified. And I finally, bang, I caught it. And now everyone's running at me full speed. It's a modern-day stampede. And they took this play out of football. And I'm just like, oh, my. Bro, one time I got lit up off my feet. I'll never forget it. Like, moved five, ten feet. Landed sideways. 
ball, when and football players only know about this, when you have the ball, the rocks right here, right? Bro, when you land on the ball, that ball that is your arm. Yo, you, bro, it's called getting the wind knocked out of you. Have you ever had it happen to you? Yeah, of course. You, 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 something in your life maybe made it happen to you? Well, there's no worse getting the wind knocked out of you than what happens to a running back. So, kids, moral of the story here today, if you play football and you want to fucking make it into the big time and you're like Jesus Shuttlesworth and they're chaperoning you all over the place, you got the NIL deal, you got the sneaker deal, you got the shit before you even get to the league, okay? You're just getting into college. It's that decision-making time. So what are you going to do? Are you going to be a fucking wide receiver like Justin Jefferson? Or are you going to be a running back like Saquon Barkley? Because one guy's making fucking 50 mil and the other guy's making fucking 10 mil. And if you're that good of an athlete that you could even be a running back in the NFL, you're probably good enough of an athlete to be a wide receiver in the NFL. So start younger. None of these kids are going to want to be running backs. I bet you just like we see the kick return eliminated from today's game, you see more and more the running game diminish into a league of passing and, and, and just we want to see touchdowns. And you see the quarterback becoming more of the runner. And the quarterbacks get paid big money, but they're also going to be getting hurt. But the athletes are getting crazier. And the game is just moving at a different rate than it ever did before. But they're playing on turf. And they need to get back to playing on grass. And they need to get back and stop having penalties. And they need to get back to fucking kickoffs. And they need to get back to fucking uh, when you get a concussion, you get up. And they cheer you when you get back into the game. Real football. I don't know if they're doing it anywhere anymore. Did they change the game of football in Canada too? I don't think so. Remember the European? The USFL. Is there is there flags in the XFL for hitting a guy helmet to helmet? Bunch of fucking pussies. They didn't play football. They didn't play football. I played football. I remember waking up Saturday mornings and watching the European Football League. Bro, if you go and watch an NFL package, right, of an advertisement for Monday Night Football in like 1990, you will see just decapitating, decapitating hit, decapitating hit, decapitating hit, just car wreck after car wreck, humans annihilated. That's what they showed. Now you see guys catch the ball with one hand behind their back and shit. Shit ain't that ain't the shit. That ain't the shit I grew up on, bro. I grew up on fucking, fucking Tupac and Biggie and gangster rap, bro. Go fuck yourself, you pussies. Paint your fingernails. Paint your fucking toenails. Go fucking, dude. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking bitch. Go listen to a Nas record. Put the Omatic album on and go watch the fucking 1990 Super Bowl and become somebody. How you doing?